0: Chuck and Julie bringing you the truth, straight up.
1: I'm Julie Hayden, I'm working.
0: an Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver-area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage, as parents, for over ten years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment, live, local, and interactive everyone's voice is always welcome on the chuck and julie show
2: Welcome, everybody, for another edition of Chuck and Julie Show. Truth straight up. Chuck Bonnell, Julie Hayden, brought to you by?
3: America Citizen Press.com and Denver Synergenics and Dr. Julie McAllen. Um, before we go any further, we want to say hopefully you guys all had a great um, Thanksgiving. We had a wonderful Thanksgiving. We want to thank Brian June Depp and Mark Griffith uh, for filling in for us, too. Um, it was kind of nice having a little bit of time off. Oh, we missed you all. We missed you all. So I hope you had a great uh, holiday as well. We've got Patrick wood coming up he we had him on um, a couple weeks ago talking about stop the technocracy he was explaining how evil facebook's metaverse is but he's also involved in um citizens citizens for free speech citizens for free org, and he had a column up about sharona bishop america's mom um we had her on our show um she was raided by the fbi in mesa county they
2: Behind the back in front of her neighbors and children, and mm-hmm. house ransacked, and everything <laughs> wow. seized.
3: Right. And if they won't tell her for what, they seized all kinds of electronic equipment. Well, they tell
2: her is saying
3: uh, wire fraud, which, you-
2: well, also protected, doing something to her protected computers
3: or, or something weird but in, in in the meantime though she's been as you all know a very strong fighter for parental rights for um, election integrity and um, patrick wood had a great col- senator
2: says don't forget what they did to her daughter dragging her up and down the stairs by her hoodie that was nice exactly
3: one. exactly um but citizens for free org, he has a great column on it but also um today we're going to talk about i think it is funny somebody pointed out much smarter than me that the omicron variant it, it, it is an anagram for moronic mm-hmm. um which you got to wonder about that so we'll be talking about that too um also lauren Boebert's apology don't apologize don't, lauren it
2: never don't apologize. Does you any good <laughs> no. don't listen to kevin mccarthy that's the worst no person. don't
3: listen to don't
2: him. don't have kevin mccarthy tell you to call uh omar <laughs> that's and, right and it'll all work out it won't
3: and then also the salvation army is taking it back you don't have to apologize for being a white racist anymore if They'll you give still them take money. Your money still take your money but meanwhile we do have patrick wood um he is the author of um stop um, technocracy like i said we had him on a little while ago talking about the facebook metaverse uh, but also he's a great column um on his website citizens so patrick thank you welcome to the show once again
0: i'm glad to be with you again that's
3: great. So we, we also talked to Sharona Bishop, and, and we like to say we knew her when, right? Yeah, we knew right. her years ago when she was Lauren Boebert's campaign manager, before Lauren won the primary. Um, just a great person, outspoken, um, but she's on the side of right. And and apparently for her pains, um, she gets raided by the FBI. Uh, what do you make of all of that?
0: Well, I make it as a giant, huge uh, attack on the First Amendment and free speech, uh, it's unconscionable that our own government would be weaponized against the most important amendment in our Constitution, which is the First Amendment. It was a clear effort to suppress her speech, to intimidate her, and also as a shot her around the country yes. to intimidate everybody else who's standing up against school boards around the country.
3: Yeah. Well, you know, we had, I mean, Merrick Garland initially said, oh yeah, you know, we're, uh, I don't really mean we're calling parents terrorists, but we did help the school board association um, write the uh, the letter to call them all terrorists. And they walked that back. But then it's clear they, they have um, whistleblowers who leaked the documents saying they're still going after parents. And what really concerns me is we see this in the January 6th stuff where they're making it clear that disinformation is dangerous, right? YouTube bans it because it's dangerous, not because because it's dangerous. And I see this all as a part of a bigger push that anytime anyone somewhere says something the government doesn't like or the deep state doesn't like, it's dangerous and they, you're a terrorist and they launch a, a domestic a criminal investigation against you.
0: Well, of course. Uh, it's dangerous to them, however, not to us, uh, <laughs> yeah. not to the people of America, not to the citizens of the world. It's dangerous to them. And them alone, that's what they mean when they say it's dangerous. They're speaking to themselves in their own little uh you know closed circle of um you know uh what do you know, comrades, whatever you want to call them they're, right. they're, they're not speaking to us.
3: And what do you I mean, Sharona said on our show and she said on other appearances, too. Um, and, and I guess, first of all, courage. You know, thank goodness for her courage. Yeah, I mean, a lot yeah. of people would just say, shut up. I got the FBI rating me. And I'm sure her lawyer is like, don't talk, don't mm-hmm. talk. And she's like, no, I want to get it out. But but as she points out, guys, I'm just a mom, you know, in Mesa County or Garfield County. That's sure. like if it can happen to me, it can happen to anyone. And I fear that she's absolutely right.
0: Well, she is right, and this is one reason why those of us who are not as intimidated perhaps as others might be need to speak up, speak out, get up, get out, and just shout this out on the rooftop so that it cannot be forgotten and so that people learn what actually happened and what's going on. The only antidote at this point to tyranny is free speech. This is not a right granted, by the way, by by men, by the Constitution, or anyone else. These these were viewed by the founders of our country as unalienable rights. In other words, they were rights given by God to men, and not to be interfered with by men, because they can't be taken away by men. Right. So now, you know, we have a line drawn in the sand, where they're trying to shut people up, and the people out here should draw courage from that and say no we're not going to allow you to bring tyranny upon our land period and a subject we will not allow it and we need to stand up and forcefully resist it and i might add there's never been a case in the history of the world where tyranny retreated on its own never ever and it will not happen now either it must be forcefully pushed back by the people who might be subject to it that's that's you and i right at this point
3: exactly well and yeah and thank goodness for the listeners because i said i had to talk to a great group of um, republican women in adams county not that long ago and i said you know not everybody feels like they want to stand up and be in front of the cameras or be in front of the microphone or be the blogger or something like that but what you can do is support those people and stand up behind them right don't duck when they start throwing Mm -hmm. stones because you know free speech we think we um have talked to katie hopkins she's from Um, Great Britain. And we've talked to her before and she's had criminal cases filed against her. I mean, in the United States, we tend to think that free speech is okay. You know, they may shame you or dox you or, you know, suspend you from Twitter or something, but that it's still out there. But she always says you guys in the United States don't get how fragile of a a thing this can be if the government decides to try to to take it away. And they
2: have in the past in 1918. The. the uh, Sedition laws, I mean, if you even said you opposed the draft, that threw you in jail. Um, even if you didn't say, if you said you weren't sure about the draft, that got you thrown in jail. Um, so we, we've gone through it other times, but almost never during peacetime. Um, so this is really shocking
0: and I might say never on a global basis either. All this, right, this right. is not just an American thing. Other countries are facing the exact same threats that we are, and like I said, tyranny never retreats on its own. Picture the poor people down in in lockdown in Austria right now or in Australia, for that matter. They can't go out and speak. What I have to say to them is you throw your windows open. I don't care if it's winter or not. You throw your windows open, and you shout it out to windows through the screens or whatever to your neighbors, if nothing else. You must speak out, and you must keep speaking out. If tyranny wins by shutting us up, then the carnage is going to begin like the world has never seen before. Now is the time to shut it down, and honestly, we are the only force resisting this ultimate tyranny of the whole planet. Free speech must be maintained, period, end of subject. If it is not, if we're talked out of it voluntarily, if we're intimidated out of it, it doesn't matter. If we lose it, the trouble's going to start like we've never seen in the world, and it's going to be right on top of America as well. Oh, we're talking with Patrick Wood, uh, Citizens for Free Speech, .org.
2: .org. Um Yeah, it, it, <laughs> and that can quickly be taken away. Yeah,
3: um, <laughs> at least today.
2: But there are people in, in, in Austria. There are riots there. There have been some in Australia. Um, but it's how fragile it is. And then all you need is an Omicron variant, and all of a sudden the government wants to shut down the world again.
0: Well, you know, I know this. this whole thing is worn so thin at this point, those who cannot see that people like Anthony Fauci are promoting a type of pseudoscience. that has nothing to do with reality whatsoever until people see him as that we're not going to get anywhere to get out of this stuff, but it is patently absurd at this point that, that this narrative is continuing and that the media is 120% behind it, major media, and that, enough people within our society are believing these people. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. never really kind of been the situation before. It's pretty scary. Yes. But there is there is no substance to this Omicron um, virus at this point. Even the doctor who discovered it in South Africa said every patient that I identified with this different virus had an extremely mild case. Right, right. Mild well, case.
3: And and we're going to talk about that later, too, because it is so ridiculous. But let me ask you this, because we have had you on, as I said, you've talked about the concerns about technocracy. Who is behind it? Like, who is the they that we are fighting, do you think?
0: Well, I would look I would look no further at this point than the people that populate the World Economic Forum uh, headed up, founded and headed, by the way, by Klaus Schwab out of Germany. Uh, this organization, global elite organization of super elites, I might add, uh, are pushing this uh, this technocrat-slash-transhuman Great Reset on the whole planet. They're writing openly about it now. This was never the case historically, going back to the 70s and 80s when, when we wrote about the trilateral Commission. They were in hiding the whole time. They called us conspiracy wackos and everything else in the book. But they didn't want to come out and play. Now through groups like the World Economic Forum, they are in plain view and they're shouting it from the rooftops. And it's not just them. It's organizations like the Trilateral Commission, same thing. The Atlantic Institute, same thing. The Aspen Institute, same thing. You see it all over the world right now. And this global elite group of people, giant corporations, uh, multinational corporations, um, you know, important people in the United Nations and so on, these people have created this narrative that is their own narrative. We have, we had no vote. We had no say in it whatsoever. They've created it out of thin air. And they're trying to tell the rest of the world, this is what you're gonna get, whether you like it or not. This this is what you're gonna get. So Klaus Schwab has the brass to come out and say, You will own nothing and you will be happy. Yeah.
3: Well we'll give you what we need what you need, right? Which is
2: Well they had the control uh, Comptroller currency candidate. Um, saying that you you can only have uh, bank accounts with the government, the government controlled all the money. Um, she thankfully yep. was not uh, gotten through, but that's the kind of person
3: that gets nominated. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of that should be alarming. You're talking about Biden's nominee, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, Whatever her name has. was, where she was like, "Yeah, we need to get rid of banks and you just keep all your money with the government because hey, what could go wrong with that?" Right? Jeez.
0: <laughs> well. I know. And- it- It's concerning just that he nominated somebody like that. I mean, this is scary in itself. Right. Right. (laughs)
1: Exactly.
3: Well, what in terms of, let me ask you this a little bit, same kind of thing. I know we're talking about Sharona Bishop, but but again, as you point out, what's going on with her is... is so much bigger than just I mean, it's parental rights, but at at the core, it's free speech, which is so crucial, I think, to all of our survival. What do you think about this new I don't know if you follow the new Twitter CEO. So Jack Dorsey, who is hated, Mm -hmm. um, gets is gone now as a CEO. But this new guy, he was quoted as saying, I guess, when we're in 2020, that, you know, that, that we need to stop focusing on things like the First Amendment. Free speech is not something that they at Twitter are going to be focusing on because times have changed. Um, I mean, what do you make of You know, so I don't think we're going into a better new Twitter world at any rate. But I mean, what do you make of stuff like that?
0: Well, listen, nothing will change with Twitter because Dorsey has gone. He's actually he's still there. He owns a large percentage of the company. But what ought to concern people uh, in the liberty free world, if you will, is that he wants to immerse himself in the Bitcoin world. Now right. I don't know about you. I know a lot of people in the Bitcoin world that consider themselves like libertarians, and you know, Bitcoin's going to free the world from tyranny, et cetera, et cetera. But here comes Jack Dorsey with all of his billions, who says he wants to be he wants to immerse himself into working in the Bitcoin, in the Bitcoin blockchain arena. I say, look out, folks! You, you ain't seen nothing yet. But but listen, when 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 Jeff Bezos quit Amazon, um. You know, he didn't quit under duress. He quit voluntarily. He knew he had staff in place that would take, do everything he wanted there. But he went off to do other things, you know, like create spaceships that are going to go to Mars and, and build, build lunar colonies and stuff like that. And he, he, so he didn't die. He's, just, he's out there doing all kinds of technocrat, transhuman things all over the place. Dorsey's the same way. He's not going away. His influence right. will be heard more today or after he's gone than it was when he was just at Twitter. And people will still rail at Twitter, but now the people in the blockchain community can rail at him there for messing with their playground. I yeah. can, you know, I, I can just see it coming.
3: Well, yeah, and I, I got to admit the big, that whole Bitcoin thing. I get, I have a if I shake my head, I don't understand it anymore. But I read something today that concerned me, and that is that millions of do you know anything about this? Millions of dollars are being spent apparently on Meta. Real estate, right? So this is virtual real estate that people are actually buying, which I don't understand even how that can work. But I'm looking at this and I'm like, so if people are spending millions of dollars on that, somebody somewhere has a plan, I suspect, and it's probably not good for me, I would guess. <laughs>
0: that's, that's a pretty good assumption. Yeah. It's not going to be good for you you know it it's it's interesting that now that the metaverse is in full public view, thanks to Mark Zuckerberg when he renamed his uh, Facebook company okay. uh, to meta um, you have all kinds of corporate giants that are run that are jumping into this now too, creating their own virtual franchises and stuff within uh, within this virtual world you have Chipotle for instance you have verizon you have um, uh, gosh you have another one uh, Oh, my gosh. What am I thinking? Nike, of course. Nike, <laughs> yay! <laughs> thank God. Get Phil light in Well, I
3: think of any more shoes you could buy if you don't have to actually worry about wearing them on real feet. Well, and what's what's the deal? I mean, you talk about that, you know, and that Dorsey, it is alarming that a guy like Dorsey and Zuckerberg, they want to play in this metaverse. Um and you tend to think, I mean my initial thing would be well it's it's infinity, it's not real, so it can be as big as you want it to be, so how much damage can they do? Oh, wow. But I guess, yeah, you look at the internet and the kind of things that google with wikipedia Amazon do there, and it seems to me they can probably do a lot of damage without and then by the time we realize it it's it's late
0: it will the metaverse will be several orders of magnitude more damaging than anything we've seen to date, including everything that Google has put out. It, it, that, all that stuff will be just viewed as child play, and here's why. The, the whole concept of, um, of data mining and what's called surveillance capitalism um, that sucks data out of your life and right. repackages it and sells it to people for as a product, these, these things are going to be put on steroids with the metaverse because once you step into the metaverse, You will be manipulated and controlled by the metaverse. They will suck every piece of information out about you to find out about you. And then they will move you, nudge you, you know, kind of guide you through the whole process and stuff. You will come out of the metaverse believing whatever they want you to believe, and you will be divorced from reality that, you know, that you and I might have to live in, right? The real deal reality will not be yours anymore. You'll be living your life in a fantasy world created by this metaverse. Mm. It's literally wow. going to rewrite the brain cells, the brain connections of people that wow. decide to live in the metaverse. Well, let me ask you this, going back to our prior topic. Um,
2: the FBI spends a lot of its time, or you spend a lot of its time getting good publicity for itself. Uh, it still does have a TV show reality show. Um, who would the FBI say, Hey, I got a good idea. Let's go, let's get a very public roughing up of America's mom and her daughter. And, and that'll make us popular uh, throughout the, throughout the country. I mean, who's making those decisions? Or do they care? I guess not.
0: I know. I, I, I wonder if, if, if those decisions were very smart in a way because uh, they have just roped a honey badger, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah. They're going to have a whale of a, t- of a time getting that honey badger landed where they really want it to go. Uh, right. And as you know, honey badgers never stop fighting until they totally expired. Um, you see this this global narrative coming down from way above the United States. This is not just the United States, but any anywhere in the world that the narrative is crossed, uh, you will find the same kind of treatment going on there as well as here. So the agenda clearly comes from outside the United States, and you know, unquestionably there's a group of, of global, uh, globally elite individuals that are pushing the narrative on this throughout the world. We see it coming through the United Nations, we see it coming through the World Economic Forum and other groups that I just mentioned earlier, and they are pushing this nonstop everywhere on the planet. So what we see here is just an extension of of what's going on globally. They do not want dissenters to open their mouth, period. They don't want their their precious little global narrative to be criticized in any way. And that's what this woman was doing. If she was out preaching the Bible on street corners, I guarantee you that the FBI would not have shown up on her doorstep. But because she was talking against critical race theory, because she was talking against mask mandates and vaccine mandates for school children, she was targeted as a domestic extremist, potentially a terrorist and certainly guilty of hate speech. That's what they said. Right. Right. And um, so that's the narrative that's being canceled around the world. Almost any other narrative is okay. Are you a pedophile wanting to normalize Uh, relationships, you know, relations with with children? No problem. You you can exist anywhere you want to exist. Uh, But, you know, you start talking about critical race theory or you talk about uh, some of these other issues, man, you are gone. Right.
3: Well, and, you know, to tie it back to, you know, the free speech connection to like the, like you were saying, this metaverse, that's particularly alarming, because like you said, you only kind of, it's sort of like, you're only as good as the information that's being poured in, right? And so if you can, starting now, begin to silence any voice, and it doesn't even be descending, just any voice that you don't like. It could be if I'm Nike, I don't want anybody talking about Adidas Ro- Ro- or Ro- something Ro- like that. Ro- or, Ro- Ro- you know, or, you know, or you, you can sense, you can start silencing it. And if you're in this metaverse where they can control everything I mean you I think you don't even necessarily know like you said that your First Amendment right is being violated because it doesn't occur to you at least now we have you know the internet um, even though Amazon controls most of the cloud services I mean I fear there'll be a time soon where they'll say you know shows like Chuck and Julie you know call, a citizen for free press.org we're not going to give you the bandwidth so to speak right. anymore yeah. I mean what do you think of that?
0: This is already, uh, I see this already brewing right now, honestly, that there's a, there is a big fight going on over control of the Internet, and uh, it's a control that you would not have thought about recently, but you realize that uh, the Internet goes around the world through switches, through routers, uh, they're very sophisticated, not like the ones you have in your home, uh, Wi-Fi units you have in your home, they're very sophisticated, but the Internet traffic is routed all around the world through these physical uh, devices. And secondly, every device that's hooked up to the Internet has an IP address. It's like your telephone number would be that identifies your phone as, as right. being attached right. to you. And so the big fight on the Internet right now is to gain control over that, that catalog of IP addresses that belong to all the people and all the devices to get in a position to where those specific devices can be censored. In other words, if I knew the IP address of your phone, and it does have one, um, right. And I didn't like you for some reason. I'm the Sam sitting in the, in the back office somewhere, the bowels of Verizon or whoever, T-Mobile. <laughs> and I see Chuck and Julie coming on, and they're yapping on the phones. I'm tired of listening to those people. And I push a button, zap, and your IP address just disappears from the directory. Right. Well, wow. you That device is done. You will not communicate on. You won't get back on the internet again to say anything yeah. because your IP address has just been canceled. Wow. Um, so it's, it's a, it's a big fight going on. It's worldwide. It's not just in America. Um, and whoever gains mastery over the internet is going to have huge, huge power that right. we have not even seen yet.
3: And I'm thinking, is that you're sort of thinking that's what Zuckerberg and that's what Jack Dorsey, that's what they're, that's what they're working on right now, right?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. It, is, it isn't enough to, to, for the government to say we need to regulate um, these, these companies to you know, make them behave. They're not going to behave no matter what you do to them at this point. Right, right. Mm. Um, because they now have more power than governments have. And there's a few people in government, even in our government right now, that are finally getting the picture that right. the natural enemy of politics and politicians everywhere are these big tech companies. Yes. Yeah. They are at war with these people, and they have enough power to cancel out the tech, the, the, the political structure altogether This was incorporated in the technocracy even back in the 1930s. This was their vision to do away with political systems altogether and just let it be run by the experts, like Anthony Fauci. He'll take good Mm -hmm. care of us. You know, he has our best (laughs) interests at heart. Well, he is
2: science. He is Uh, science. That's right. He 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 came down
1: from heaven, and
0: and
2: there is no dissenting (laughs) to the science. and the scientist. And- uh, you're, you are just noise, as he said, if you uh, say anything <laughs> against him. He'll be saving lives while you're So much lying. for free
3: speech there, too. Yeah, so. right, right. <laughs> well, Patrick, where can people read more of your writing? Where can people um, help? Because I'm assuming organizations like yours always need help. Where can they find out more?
0: I would, I would encourage people to go to my professional website, technocracy.news, to learn everything about technocracy, and there's a lot to learn. Yeah. And uh, I encourage people to go to citizensforfreespeech.org, which is our nonprofit organization that is trying to fight to save free speech and, and um, uh, the First Amendment in general, the, those unalienable rights that we're supposed to have. Uh, well, we do have them, but they're being suppressed right. like crazy. We invite everybody, every single American, to come and join citizensforfreespeech.org. Put your name on the line at the very least and uh, stand with us for crying out loud. If we lose it, It's over that what yeah. this is yeah. what people don't realize if we lose free speech we're done yeah. with toast yeah. as a country they yeah. will be able to do anything they want to do with us whether we're kicking and screaming or not and so the time is now to stand up and put up a barrier to these people and say no we're not going to play ball with you anymore all right that's great all right, well, great shout Patrick. So much, thank patrick you. Yeah. appreciate you coming on and with your wisdom
3: and keep up the good fight and we'll be out here helping you
0: my pleasure. I, I my hat's off to you guys for speaking up and you know, standing up and making a making a stink on her, all this kind of stuff. It needs to be done. There should be tens of thousands of people like you out there just screaming from the housetops if they have to.
3: All right, sir. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Thank you. You bet. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, no. And actually, and there are, you know, I mean, thank you to all of our listeners. I'm reading all these comments on zoom and I'm sorry, I couldn't even get to them all with Patrick. They were great. We can maybe kind of read some of them now Um, because it is people like us, right. We'll have to, like Charlene was saying, I saw earlier, it's like, you know, I think she's right. We're going to, sooner or later, we're going to need permission to access the internet. Um, You know, and Charlene, that's one of the things that concerns me when they talk about the governments getting involved in providing broadband to everybody. Right. Well, what's that about? Right. We need Mm -hmm. them to do that too. And there was another one, um, uh, Dr. Donna, has there been a definitive definition to hate speech? It's like, no, it's what whatever they decide is hate speech. Again, I could be a pedophile and talk about, you know, being sexually attracted to kids. And that's OK. That's not hate speech. That's not anything, you know. Uh, but if they don't like it, it is. Um, you know, this is from Mark. So what do you think Trump is doing? Is he really starting a social network or just talking? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think what this is my sense. He says he is. Um, and I think they are in, what do they call the beta t- phrase, where they're having some people there. I think it is much harder. I mean, they were hacked, I think, the first day they had it, right? And so, um, again, because it's you have to have the ability to not get hacked, which I guess is pretty hard. Um, you have to have the web, and Amazon owns the cloud services, so to speak. Amazon owns most of those. So, you, excuse me, you have to find one that that isn't going to shut you down. Um, It sounds like he is, um, but I do kind of, Mark, maybe I share where you're going from. We haven't heard anything about it, and I kind of wish he would be providing more updates on it. On the other hand, maybe they're just like, hey, let's just keep our heads low, um, and there might be some kind of rollout uh, all along. I don't know. but I, but I do worry that Patrick is right. You look like what they're doing to Sharona Bishop, right? If you're a parent and you've been going to school board meetings, I mean, you, you, it's easy to understand where somebody might say, you know, I think I'm just going to send an email. I'm not going to show up there. On the other hand, though, I think they've been pushing so hard. And this is a kind of thing that just makes people mad. And when you start messing with people's kids, I think they're willing to fight for that in a way maybe they're not willing if you tell me I have to wear a mask, right? I'm going to fight much harder for my kid to not have to wear a mask. Well, I'm not, but a lot of people than than that. So we
2: fight pretty hard.
3: Yeah, we would fight pretty the school hard. School and
2: everything else.
3: Hey, and I want to say, well, I've with the help of the school. Yeah, and I want to say too, just in case anybody is interested, there is a, a rally this Wednesday at noon. It's in Grand Junction to support Sharona Bishop.
1: That's right. Um,
3: just a rally to show support for her. So I want to switch gears a little bit now and talk about this Omicron. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. I mean, it's it's funny, not funny, right? Um, so, you know, everybody raise your hand if you were shocked that there is yet another variant that's all of a sudden it's in Africa. Here's the, here's the funny thing I thought. So. So we had the alpha one, which was like the first one, right? right? And all of a sudden now we're up to the Omicron, even if they skip the new one, which is the, the Chinese, G one, the yeah. G1. Um, so we've had all these other variants that no one's ever heard about, right? right. So h- how did we get to this one? What about all those other ones? And what's the deal with this one?
2: Now, uh, I don't know. What, what do they do when they run out of the alpha?
3: Oh, it's like a hurricane. Right. Then you just start over again. No, okay. It's like you just, you have to go it's like alpha. Alpha. But yeah. Alpha two, or that gets confused. You okay. needed to make it scarier. They're going to make it scarier. Yeah. But I don't think anyone's buying it. I mean, even oh, I'm sure.
2: I'm sure. People well, OK, are you're right. It.
3: You're right. I, take I watched
2: right. Uh, I watched the president's news conference, which was hilarious, by the way, if you missed it. Yeah. Dr. Fauci um, to his left, but very close to him. Farther to the right was was Kamala Harris. Um, she was. Never in the camera show. No,
3: there's the White House. It'd be as if it'd be as if I went like this. Yeah,
2: that's, yeah, right. right, right,
3: right. Uh, and they did that. They do that on purpose. There's no way I could accidentally go. Well, oh, Chuck, you're not on anymore. Well, they, they
2: had her stand far to the left. While Fauci, uh, far to the right. While Fauci was close to the left. Um, she
3: and, should have gone like. this. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> Should have got behind him and, and kind of put, you know, <laughs> devil's yet, in <laughs> Um But and Fauci, you know, he, he turned it over for Fauci to make his his criminally insane remarks. Um, but nothing for Kamala. I mean, she was just, you stand there, pretend you know like a good vice <laughs> pretend president. Pretend that we all get and, along, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah and,
2: and we may give you no speaking role. We show no camera of you. Are you feeling good? Feeling like we're supportive for you?
3: <laughs> well, here's the thing. So how worried? You know, you've said these news organizations now, because I tell you what, news organizations, even, even though they're just naturally evil anyway, they really... Whether they're evil or not, laws, disasters and 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 I mean the COVID thing that was getting boring and now they see it has more spikes in it. So let's go over a few things. Number one, Michael Tile points this out. You got to understand in we all think of a virus as something that you would look the little microscope in. It's and got a face, it, it, yeah. Have, and it's it's, got, it's got, got a face.
2: Go, oh, that's that's Alpha, and <laughs> and over here is. Uh, Omicron.
3: That's a picture of that. And that you can then do a little swab, the quick test, and then you put it in the microphone. And if you see that little image of the virus, then that in the microscope, rather, then that's that's the measles virus. So that's this virus. But it's not the case at all. What they look, you prove.
2: (laughs) The results are. It, what happens to you?
3: It's more sort of like they look put, look for fragments. They mm-hmm. it's they infer the presence of a virus right. by looking at a bunch of other stuff, right? So no one's actually seen the virus yet. That's assumed that they're out there somewhere, but we just and obviously common sense that we have measles, you have diseases, right? And they mm-hmm. put that together. But when they start talking about the variants, keep that in mind, okay? No one has ever actually seen the coronavirus. A little picture that they show you. That's just that's a picture him. that mm-hmm. some graphic artist made up, but everyone Thought, ooh, that looks cool. So I mean, that that's all that is. And so the doctor in South Africa inferred that this is a new variant because the people who had it were showing a little bit different symptoms than the Delta variant, which was showing a little bit different symptoms than the The alpha Alpha variant. variant. So it's not as if they can do these tests and so that. So keep that in mind in the first place, okay? But then going to that, how worried should we be about it? Well, the doctor in South Africa was like, Oh, uh not very. I don't even understand Well, she this. shut
2: down the entire South African economy for most of the world, oh, yeah. and, along with the seven other countries that surround South Africa. She's probably not as popular. Yeah, I mean, she would have done more of the Chinese deal. But yeah. she was
3: on the BBC, and... Um, and said, but that's from Dr. Donna, if it's new, how do they recognize it? Well, listen to this explanation because we're going to play a soundbite. She says, she determined that it was a new virus because the symptoms were different than the Delta variant. So that, so that's her saying, she goes, there are different symptoms, therefore it must be a new variant. Okay. So I don't know, you, draw your own conclusions about that, but Thomas, if we could play the, and she's a little hard to understand." I'm, you know, um, because she has she has an accent, but just, if you just listen, you can get it. Thomas, if we could play the omicron soundbite, please.
4: Extremely tired for the past two days, and he's got this body aches and pain with a bit of a headache. Not really a sore throat, more a scratchy type of description, and no cough and no loss of smell or um, taste. And uh, because it's unusual at, for that specific person to present with this type of symptoms i decided to test Um, we do um, rapid testing in our surgeries and i did the rapid testing it was positive i then tested the rest of his family and it's all positive every one of them very very mild symptoms and that is what we call mild symptoms and then for the rest of the day i actually saw um more patients coming in with the same sort of symptoms they all tested positive I alerted the the advisory committee of the minister on the vaccines because I'm part of that committee, and that's why it's easy for me to say to them, listen, something is wrong. I have seen today uh, a picture that doesn't fit in with Delta. And um, then the beginning of this past week, uh, it came out that this is the new variant going around. What we are seeing clinically in South Africa, and and remember, I'm at the epicenter. uh, uh, That's where I'm practicing. It's extremely mild. For us, that's mild cases. Um, We haven't admitted anyone. I spoke to other colleagues of mine. The same picture. So...
3: Very mild wonder, symptoms. If you wonder what
2: that accent is, um, she obviously was the original speaker of Bohr. Right. Which is a which is a variant of German. When variant. Down, a variant <laughs> of, of the German. That's, that sounds very Germanic.
3: But 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 what she's saying is, you saw these symptoms. They didn't match with the Delta symptoms. Therefore, it's decided it's a new a new variant. Um, very mild. Not even a sore throat. A scratchy throat. A little bit of aches and pains. A
2: little tired. A
3: little tired. They start testing everybody. Close the world down. Close the world down. Yeah you know, if, oh, uh, if you want to call in get
2: Fauci back in tell us we have national mass all under mass cuz you might get a sniffle
3: 8886276008 if you want to call in 8886276008 we'll read your comments and also if, if you're on Zoom go ahead and you can um, unmute yourself and talk about that too um um, let's see. Oh, if it's new, how do they recognize it? This from Leo. Leo, they're still working on it, or do they give up? How do I find out more? I'm not sure about that. Um, from Dr. Donna to Sandra. Yes, Sandra, a cold is also a coronavirus. And why if the test is not run correct, it'll pick up the flu or any cold remnant. That's absolutely true. This from Charlene, the vaccine isn't working, so they have to have a new strain. A- exactly. Mark Timon said, I read where they will have one ready in ninety days now, correct? That is absolutely that is absolutely true. Um how how could they have? So they just found out over the weekend and the vaccination vaccine companies were already out there saying, oh, we've got one. Go it should on be right market. You,
2: the government will pay Meanwhile, all. we
3: all have to get booster shots. This is what I think. I'm again, I'm always kind of hopeful. I think people are realizing a bunch of things. Number one, like everybody by now, not everybody, but the significant majority of people have either one had COVID and recovered. So they have natural immunity and they know it. Oh, they've had the vaccine. And the vaccines do seem to give some protection. Or they're young
2: and, and unlikely that the coronavirus... Or they just evolved. don't care and
3: they're willing to take the risk. Right. Ex- well, exactly. And so I think that people are seeing two things, though. People who have been vaccinated are now getting sick again, right? So, And, and Dr. Fauci and the CDC acknowledge the vaccine. And now they're saying last maybe three months. It's not, it's not clear, but certainly it does not give them the lasting. <laughs> Meanwhile, there was a new study out today... Well, not today, but I read it today. I think it was out just over the past week that looked worldwide and indicated that people who had natural immunity, but had not been vaccinated, but who had natural immunity had less than like a 1% chance of getting reinfected. Right. And and no hospitalizations or anything. It was very, very mild case. Um, and you got to ask yourself, why do they keep annoying ignoring the natural immunity, which is significant. But the thing is, people, I think, are realizing the vaccines do not give them long-term protection. Um I don't think people are going to go along with getting a booster shot every, three months for, for the rest of their lives. And in the meantime, you do have an increasing number of reports and an increasing awareness, I think, of the adverse effects yeah. of the vaccine. Yeah. I mean, I was reading a tweet by a pretty liberal reporter who had the, both vaccines, got the booster shot, and got really, really sick and was saying, I, you know, I don't know whether that person would get an, another booster shot. Let's but get her sick again. but if, if that person does, I would be like, hello, you know, let's use a little critical thinking here. So I think that, you know, meanwhile, today, also on the vaccine front, the Biden administration um, announced, OSHA has already said they're not going to force private companies to force people to get the vaccine. The Biden administration is not going to force federal government employees to be fired or suspended if they don't get the vaccine till after the holidays. A federal judge said that no, the Biden administration cannot require vaccines for people who work in hospitals and government funded hospitals. So you know, I think a tide is turning, hence they had to come up with a new variant, right? People are out there living their lives, and they're not living That's in not fear that. anymore. Well, we've got yeah.
2: Sherry from Lakewood online, too, and she wants to talk about uh, Suzanne Maxwell. Oh, yeah,
3: other topic.
1: a Great topic, Sherry. Go ahead. So I wanted to tell you about a documentary um, you know Oliver Stone, he did the 91 JFK movie, and now he's done the JFK revisited through the looking glass, and he concludes the CIA killed President Kennedy. His son, Sean Stone, created a documentary called Best Kept Secret, and he puts out this agenda of the dark elite, um, the human trafficking, pedophilia, satanic politics. And he divides it into six parts. Um, it's a great documentary. You really should watch it. But part three, and this is, I really did want to talk to Julie about this because I know you did a lot with um, John Benet Ramsey. His part three in this documentary explores her death, six-year-old John Benet. And um, he also talks a lot about Colorado. And some of the things that I really didn't know. He 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 starts pointing out how the grand jury wanted to indict the Ramseys for placing Yeah, for placing her in a situation that posed a threat or injury to her life and for participating in the aftermath of the crime by helping cover it up. But I didn't realize apparently there is a picture of Ghislaine Lane Maxwell with John Bonet Ramsey. Apparently a crime stopper made a phone call and called in um the, the person said that listen carefully John Benet was killed accidentally during a pedophilia sexual ritual. Hmm. Um, what... Apparently apparently John Benet's pageant and personal photographer moved out of the area after her death and was later busted on child pornography. The really interesting one, a lady named Nancy Krebs accused Fleet White, him, the the father and the son of molesting her when she was a child during the period that she was six to twelve. John Bonet had been at the Christmas party, the, the Fleet's Christmas right, the... party that night of her murder. And Nancy Krebs specifically accused John Ramsey of producing child pornography and setting up various front companies to launder and profit from it. So um, evidence hints of Access Graphics being a CIA front involved in child pornography, satellite espionage, and the promise, P-R-O-M-I-S, software development Giseline Maxwell's father, Robert Maxwell, um, who is an alleged Israeli spy, was involved in selling the PROMIS software. Yeah. So. Um, well, well, let me I sure I guess Martin Hold on. Hold on has some that. connection with that. Yeah, no, no. let me – the, you know
3: what, I'm going to let you go because I don't want to – there's a bunch to talk about there. Um, some I know about, some I don't know about. I'll be honest, some I'm skeptical of. But we do want to get into the whole Ghislaine Maxwell thing for a lot of reasons. But thank you for your call because, you know, sometimes in this day and age – You know, you never say never. Um, But so thank you, sir. We're going to let you go now because I don't want to keep you hanging on here.
1: Here's what I... I I just want to say that it's with her case, blackmail is the currency of the powerful. And children are used as the commodity. So this case is just like... Really, really big have deal. I've never
3: seen, and I would, I would
1: have to look at any pictures of Ghislaine Maxwell
3: with John Bernay Ramsey. I just don't see where. Keep in mind how long ago this was. Where this would have crossed? Watch, watch Sean Stone's documentary. It just came okay. out this year. I watch it, Sherry. Okay, thank you. I can tell you what I think with the John Benet Ramsey. There's so many things. I really should do a show on John Benet Ramsey. I think that clearly there are a lot of issues there. And I'll tell you what investigators told me about that case, and then we'll get into the Ghislaine stuff. And that is that um, they were just never sure what was going on. And I I don't want to get too graphic, but you know, remember they did the autopsy, and there was evidence that no. There had oh, yeah. been, yeah, I don't want to get into two graphics. It's a, but anyway, there was evidence that could be interpreted, let's put it this way, as either some sort of sexual contact, but was it sexual contact or was it punishment? They were never clear. Um, we looked into that a lot. And, and at that time, it was icky, but I was doing a whole bunch of stories about child pornography, which is something else we can get into. I don't think – clearly, there were weird pictures of John Bonet, And anybody looking at that would seem, hmm, that child seems to be somewhat sexualized. Was she? Was that just good photography? Who did it? What would have happened? All of those things, tragically, were things that never really got answered because the investigation was so botched by a number of people. Um, and so, uh, Sherry, what I'll do is I'll tell you this. I'll look into that and see, and I'll take a look at that documentary and see what I see. That would be very curious to me if Gislaine Maxwell, there was a picture of her and John Bonet. I, I frankly kind of find it hard to believe because I just think given all of the attention to John Bonet, we would have seen it, but you never know, right? It could be a Hunter Biden laptop. Mm-hmm. But here's what we want to talk about, the the Maxwell case what I think is interesting is once again here we have the FBI messing around with things, right? You've got the FBI and the Department of Justice giving Jeffrey Epstein a plea deal, you know, saying you can't be prosecuted back in the 1990s. But, yeah, in exchange for information about a hedge fund or, you know, investment fraud which never came to fruition. But that's where he gets a sweetheart deal up until 2019 when they decide to go ahead and file federal charges and then he commits suicide. Maybe, what, maybe. Yeah, really. But I do find it interesting that once again, you've got the freaking FBI there. Here's another thing that I don't get. The the judge in this case, who, by the way, was recently nominated by Schumer, like recently, like as in last week.
2: Well, he doesn't get the nomination. It's a she,
3: but well, OK, but they put she the name up.
2: Yeah, he, she might have recommended. To right, Biden.
3: right. Yes, recommended. So that judge sealed and redacted half a huge amount of information talking about third-party people unrelated to the criminal charges. Well, what third-party people are they? Bill Clinton. Like, well, yeah, Bill Gates, Bill Clinton. I mean, who are those third-party people? And so you've got, theoretically, the way the case works is you've got Maxwell and Epstein are running sort of a child, the allegations, our child sex trafficking scheme, both for their own gratuitous pleasure and for other people, right? Well, well, where are the other people? Why all of a sudden are we charging Maxwell? And I'm not saying she shouldn't be charged, but what about like you said? It's like it's like okay, so you're charging the the pimp, so to speak. But what about the Johns? Why are there? Why are we not allowed to hear anything about the clients? Right? Or that these anyone girls- else
2: other than than a subordinate to Epstein?
3: Where are? I mean, if they were sex trafficking these girls around the world to influential and powerful men. Well, who are those men and why aren't they being charged? Here's another interesting thing. Do you know who two of the four attorneys for Maxwell are right here from Colorado, but they're with the Hal Haddon Law Firm. Now, Hal Haddon, why are they, why is who she the in attorney New attorney
2: for the, well, uh, oh, for. Uh, El
3: Turkey. Well, <laughs> but,
2: but more, well, more part of this. He, he was the main attorney for the, um, God, what other names? Who are you talking? The Binet. Oh, the Ramsey, Ramsey. Oh, yeah. Ramsey well, actually, family. Sherry,
3: to your point, that's a good point. The Hal Haddon Law Firm were the main PR company slash attorneys for, for the John Beneer Ramsey case. Yeah. I hadn't even thought of that, Sherry. Oh, there's another connection for you. But 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 the Hal Haddon, I gotta tell you guys, I've covered criminal cases in Colorado for 30 some years. Hal Haddon, if you're gonna think who's the best criminal defense attorney in the country that I'm gonna bring into New York, you're not gonna go Hal Haddon Law Firm out of Denver. No, what Hal Haddon's law firm out of Denver is known for is democrat politics yes. major democrat donor major democrat fundraiser major playing i mean you know again they were with the al turkey thing with the hickenlooper case hired by saudi arabia i right. mean these guys play in national politics democrat national politics at a big level so i'm just kind of like that just seems interesting it to me. just seems
2: like a show trial a sham trial hide everything you possibly can Uh, make the world think that uh, you're being tough on child traffickers as you take one middle-aged woman and lock her away for life.
3: Well, yeah, and it, like I said, and it seems to ignore the bigger question. It'd be like arresting me for being a pimp chuck i'm pimping chuck out um and you arrest me and chuck or chuck testifies against me i guess chuck testifies against me but then you've got all of the information about all of the men involved that that's all redacted it's like which is the worst crime really i mean one could
2: uh, i mean she's only accused of of Soliciting and and uh, for Epstein himself from ninety-four to ninety seven. All the He's other dead. times. Yeah. All the other times. No, none of that. Zero of no that. Charged in Not any a of that. thing. I'm just a sham trial and a sham justice department and a sham judge.
3: Right. Well, I mean, and it started the sham started again a long time ago with the FBI saying, Oh, look, we're we're we don't really care about this whole child sex trafficking and you know, illegal sex with minors and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What we really care about is this investment. Fraud that yeah, we're looking uh, sure, into. Sure. So, but, and we saw that here in Colorado though, where you had the FBI in the, um, what's his name, case, and uh, sorry, I know that's vague, but where you had the FBI overlooking a serial killer, right, because they were using Scott Lee Kimball. Kimball, they were, thank you, mm-hmm. they were using him as an informant for a drug case, so it's like, look, what we care about is our drug case, which, which didn't all, exist, never existed and never were any charges filed, but we're going to let the serial killer go. What the heck is wrong with the Justice Department? Look what they did with Nassar um, and the Michigan and the, the gymnasts, right? Oh, yeah, they, didn't Georgia care Dakota. about that, no, didn't okay. care oh, about that. they we're
2: investigating hard on this one.
3: Right. I mean, the whole Maxwell trial is interesting. Sandra is absolutely right here. FBI using informants in January 6th. We already know that. They used them in the Whitmer case. Um, I I just think the the FBI and the Department of Justice is corrupt. And I think somebody somewhere said, "Okay, Jeffrey Epstein's dead. So now we're going to we can't let just let this go. We need a scapegoat. So that's going to be Maxwell. But the whole thing is being very, manipulated yes. to make sure that only yes. certain pieces of information come out that right. don't impact anyone else except for Maxwell. No, this, right. This, I is, mean, this
2: this is a crooked uh, prosecution.
3: It, right. it is I mean what she did if she is found guilty is bad and wrong but it's interesting her attorneys will see what happens her attorneys are basically using that as their defense that she's a scapegoat right that she was you know they're just you know you know the the women's stories have been
2: manipulated, manipulated
3: by the media and things and like the that FBI. and the FBI exactly so uh, I think it's worthwhile to keep your eye on this case and we will well, be. You won't,
2: you won't be able it's well, supposed to go on for six weeks uh, which is ridiculous I mean right. the murder trial of uh, of Ritten Rittenhouse House. was ten days, right, uh, right? and the tenth day was deliberations, and and, and
3: that was like thousands of pieces of videotape. Oh well, yeah, and,
2: there, and two people died. Remember, so they said well, they have four victims. We well, had three in that one. So, I mean, what takes six weeks? Right. It's 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 just a waste of time and money. Not that, that makes see Maxwell a. A saint, but there's something about this whole thing that stinks. And, Leo,
3: this is pretty funny. Leo, is there has to be a bad joke that starts out, Epstein, Clinton, and Gates are on a plane. (laughs) Actually, Leo, they were. They were on a plane. And this is from Mark. Sorry, did not finish what I was saying. I attached a Tucker Carlson, Robert Kennedy, hour interview on vaccines. Yeah, if you did not see it, it's worth watching. He says that more people had died from taking COVID vaccines than all others. Yes. That's Robert according, Kennedy Jr.
2: has become a hero overseas, uh, too. He was speaking to some case. And
3: you could just look up the vaccine adverse um, episode reporting thing that's where that's coming from. and robert kennedy
2: also wrote a book that's a bestseller
3: the bestseller too so we'll be keeping an eye on the Maxwell thing but again what's more important i think in that trial is not what they talk about but what and who they don't talk about basically and then finally one good thing we've run out of time we don't have to talk about this just in case you were wondering the salvation army is taking it back if you donate you don't have to apologize for being a white supremacist that was just if you don't donate you do have to right i'm sorry salvation army too little too late right plenty of other good causes to give my money to so you know get woke go broke
2: so
1: (laughs) hey that's gonna do it for us today all righty great to see see you on wednesday
2: take care